After the first COVID lockdown, one study judged that close to half of Britain's retail businesses carried a significant risk of failure. Chain stores are shutting, high streets are more gap-toothed than ever, and the huge malls which once symbolised modernity are going bust. Clearly this is relevant to the retail sector, but it's also relevant to other sectors too. Hi Heidi, hi Brent. Hi. hi. So Heidi, clearly the retail industry is going through the ringer. What on earth is going on here? Well, I kind of feel like we're sort of living in that Chinese curse, which is probably not actually Chinese, of may you live in interesting times. Absolutely. Uh, it's rather interesting the way the pandemic has completely distracted us from the seismic changes going on in the retail sector, those changes have just accelerated, which to me says they are going to come around to bite us or surprise us in some ways we're not expecting. Yeah, it's right. interesting if you looked at cities just prior to the pandemic, a lot of storefronts were starting to close. Some of them survived through the holiday season. But then right after the holidays, the pandemic hit and it really took everybody down. A large portion of people just could not survive, especially the small businesses. The larger behemoths of storefronts are still holding on the best they can. But I think right. we're going to see a shift in that as the delivery culture becomes more ingrained in everybody since the pandemic. And you asked, so I don't have a storefront, why do I care? If we go really deeply philosophical here, there's an interesting thread to be drawn out of this. In a lot of ways, the high street, the downtown areas, the urban areas are nothing more than a physical manifestation of how we as people set our priorities how we are engaging with each other, and what the fundamental life priorities are of people in their day-to-day -day lives. And if you look at it like that, all of a sudden, every physical manifestation you see of these changes matters, whether you're selling services or objects or cheese. Right. Well, right. It's interesting if you just look at the, the fast food model. The fast food model is always you showed up to their location. They needed to have multiple locations in multiple places to saturate a market. Now, even fast food has gone to a delivery model. So do they need all those resources? And what are we going to do with all those empty fast food? I guess we can call right, them stores, stores restaurants, whatever you call them. And that is going to permeate through other businesses, uh, yourself and, and us, where we're service delivery. Will it affect us? At some point, it will affect you, us. You just need that central kitchen where Grubhub or some other food delivery service will arrive, pick up your food and, and bring it. You've already ordered it. I mean, the shop front mm. is the one on the web, isn't it? Yeah. And it's really interesting. There have been a couple prizes given in the UK recently for best redevelopment of a high street. Fascinatingly, the city council bought a shopping mall from the 70s with the purpose of not repurposing it, but demolishing it. 
absolutely blowing it up to put in a park and river access and physical space where people can gather and interact rather than spend money. Wow. I think a lot of a lot of cities are starting to realize that their best resource isn't the shopping mall and it isn't the, we call them strip malls, you call them high street. There is a limited level of necessity left for that. What else can we do with that environment? What other resources we have in the, the, the town or city that Heidi's talking about is they had a great river that no one was using for water sports. So right. they opened it back up to water sports and people are going there not to shop, but to use the river finally again. Uh, I just like the, the, the irony of turning concrete back into grass field sites, which is always a good thing in my book. And that's really the interesting point for any of us as businesses doing some sort of needs analysis for our customers. People don't want to drive to a parking lot, walk into a shopping area. None of that gives us validation the way it might have in the 1960s. And right. we were recently visiting with you and went to a local area right near your offices where I think in the 60s it may have been a dry cleaner. Yes. And yep. instead they've turned it into sort of an open play area for children with restaurants around it where adults can sit and enjoy themselves while their children amuse themselves. Absolutely. Well, I, and I think that takes us to what, what do policymakers and people in charge need to start looking at and understanding in this shift in the environment. Here in New York City, we have so much open storefront up for lease, people trying sort of to lease it out again. But the, the way the law and the tax rules are made, it's, it's more profitable for them to leave it empty. They have no benefit to filling it because they have an entire building above it that they're making money from. So why not leave the lower floors empty and take that tax right off against the whole building? Right. Which for them, that's wonderful. For the community and the people living in that area, what does that do when you have a lot of empty storefronts on ground level? It changes the whole feeling of the, the city and that part of the city when storefronts are empty. Right. So supermarkets hit the British High Street, the butchers and the grocers, the family-owned businesses went away. Then when these supermarkets had control of the market, they relocated even bigger stores out of town. We were all hooked on supermarkets by then. So now slowly, especially in big cities, they're coming back. And they're now small, trendy convenience stores um, like a Tesco's Metro or a Sainsbury's local. Um, ironic, I know that they're bringing back to the high streets what they took away in the first place. But yes, when I lived in London, I would hop off the train, hit one of these to pick up dinner. And yes, it was really convenient. Uh, um, even easier than ordering online. And the interesting thing that you tease out of that is what are the lifestyle and the identity pieces ingrained in those brands and in those spaces? Yeah. And from identifying what those are, that's where there's market opportunity to really create the model of what's next. And a lot of these 
reinventing cities are looking at what do we intrinsically have as value? Is it a performing arts space? Is it a nature space? What are we going to create for people to gather that doesn't involve massive shopping purchases because society's moved past that? Right. Well, I, I know that you happen to own a Tesla, and as more people go into the electric EV vehicle world, what is going to happen to our service stations? What is that going to look like? Is it going to be a battery exchange station and a charging station? Right. What, what does the future hold? Will the gas station go away? I don't think it'll go away, but it has to reinvent itself. And that's that acceleration of change that's happening all the time around us. I, I would certainly say if, you know, what's happening with Tesla charging stations is, you know, you can put those anywhere and then around that will pop up a Starbucks, will pop up a, mm -hmm. a, a, a grocery, a convenience store. So while you're charging your car, which doesn't take long, uh, you can pop in, get yourself a coffee. Uh, you could pop in and get your meal for that evening. And, and that's that's the cool part of this is we're seeing empty spaces, but it's actually an opportunity for how are we imagining the future? What you're yeah. seeing there is the physical manifestation of culture change. Well, when you think about it, no one ever went to a gas station to hang out. <laughs> Hope, no. Hopefully. And if they, <laughs> hopefully. If, if gas stations sold better food, we might have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Brett and Heidi, thank you so much. Yeah, and next time we're going to talk about that seismic culture shift that's happening in professional sports yeah. right now. Oh, excellent. We'll see you next time. All right. See you next talk time. Talk soon.